to this day. To this day. It wasn't the way they raised me. Open up towns like Phase 3. Red in that all red Paisley. Chick going brazy. show just off that beat right there look around all right y'all welcome to nota ledge radio you are now rocking with the best to this day to this day this is third eye thursdays this is your host brother red pill in the building before we begin the show i just want to pay the bills and uh give you uh an update to an upcoming event the evolution will be digitized atlanta georgia all right May 20, those the date is tentative. The date is tentative. We may have to push it to June because of some scheduling, uh, con- some conflicts in the schedule and whatnot. But we are going to be coming to Atlanta, ATL. Shout out to all of my KTLians, ATL, KTL, and ATL. You already know what it is. All right. Daps and DAOs. We're going to be discussing non fungible tokens. We're going to be doing workshops, demonstrations. It's going to be a full event, two-day event. Look forward. In the next month, we will be promoting it and pushing it. You're going to see us unroll it, and uh, you're going to see all of the guests that we'll have uh, at this webinar, at this, not this webinar, excuse me, at this workshop, okay, because it's going to be live and direct. 
we will be broadcasting for the people who live in Boise, Idaho, who can't make it to Atlanta. No worries and whatnot. We'll be streaming. But this is live. This is for the people who don't want to wear face diapers. This is for the people who want to press flesh upon flesh and hug each other and be in a building with other people and not scared to be around other people. We have to come outside. It's summertime. Niggas are not going to be in a house. You know what I'm talking about? So, yeah, that's what's coming up. Uh, the evolution will be digitized and uh, we will update you on the uh, the new date. So just look out for that. OK, with that being said, uh, let's do the roll call. Let's find out where the family is tapping in from. That's very important. You know what I mean? That's my uh, that's my way of collecting data. You know what I'm talking about? So, yeah. Um, yeah. And before we begin. Shock G, the motherfucking legend. You know what I'm talking about? This, this makes no sense. 57 years old. Very instrumental in my childhood. You know what I mean? He got me off the couch. You know what I'm saying? He he didn't get me outside. What up, Sandra? He didn't get me outside. He just got me off the couch and whatnot. And I was ready to go outside after listening to Digital Underground. Been all around the world. Same song. You know what I mean? He brought us Tupac. But we'll talk about that as we get into the show. Uh, if y'all if y'all from Shock G's hood, give me a shout out. Put some fire emojis out there. You know what I'm talking about? If YouTube wasn't such, uh, if they wasn't so fragile and whatnot, if, if white fragility didn't run YouTube, I would try to sneak in a song or two. But it's so many rappers making transition. I got like five videos already flagged. I don't want to lose my channel. All right. Santa Rosa, California. Salute, all right. North Kakalaki, North Carolina, Chicago, Harrisburg. I see you, all right. Yeah, man. West Palm Beach, you know what I'm talking about? Rocky Mount, okay. Flower Mound, Texas. I never heard of Flower Mound. Yo, shout out to my Texas family. I put a post up today. I'm really edging towards making my next move with my family to Texas. You know what I'm talking about? Texas is becoming to look very, uh, you know, um, attractive to me. It's, it's, it's calling my name, I think. You know what I mean? Like, I, I need to go to a state where I could carry a blicky, have the AK in the trunk, you know what I'm talking about, just in case, you know. Um, I need to go to a state where I'm not forced to wear a face diaper in Home Depot. I need to go to a state where the the the, the government structure is not, Cowtowing to the weird ass liberals, you know what I mean? And they got RuPaul reading to my two year old. Yeah, I I need to go somewhere where I could be around the good old boys. You know what I'm talking about? Shit, I want to uh, I, I put on my shit kickers and go cow tipping with some Texans and whatnot. I'm thinking about that. Yeah. Denver, Colorado, smoke something. Westside, Vegas. KCMO, I see you. You know, I'm talking about West Side Vegas. I see you. Baltimore, all right. Inglewood, Jersey, Mamo Head. That shit like Baphomet, Illinois. Talk black to me. Harlem in the building. Salute to Harlem. I see you. Japan, I give you a bow. Bow. Salute to Japan. Delaware. Okay. They, look, look. <laughs> Y'all repping Shock G. You know what I mean? Well, he was from the town, right? Town business. 
He's from the town. Dallas, what's happening? So talk to me. Is it Dallas? Is it Austin? Is it Houston? Or is it San Antonio? Where Where's the best place to go? You know, I, I like, I want to be around people. My daughter's in Houston. I go to Houston a lot. I like Houston. You know, it's cool. I, the thing about Texas is it's mad flat. You know what I mean? It's flatter than, uh, it's flatter than white girls at, at a, at a, at a uh, you know, at a twerk contest. It's real flat. Nassau, no ass at all. It's real flat. You know what I mean? I, I come from a big city of hills and mountains. You know, Bron the Bronx is a mountain. I was born on a mountain. You know, I was born in the Bronx. The Bronx is literally a mountain and Manhattan is an island. Look at this. You a legend, Smokla Homer. <laughs> I never heard that. Smokla Homer. That's fire. Did Smokahontas live out there? Indiana. Salute to Indiana, D.C. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I mean? Delaware. Oh, yeah. I got the bombs. Dallas is... No, let's just etch Dallas out. No offense to Dallas. I'm not fucking with Dallas. Okay? Yeah, they, them niggas think they cowboys out there. For real, for real. We're gonna, we're gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm cool on Dallas, Galveston, the niggas in Galveston didn't know that they was free from slavery for two years. So I'm cool on Galveston. No cap. You know what I mean? And I'm not trying to play the brothers out there. Shout out to Galveston. Cause I like your beaches and whatnot. But, um, I went to, I went to, what's the name of. The shit in Galveston with the roller coasters and the little, the it's right there. What's the name of that thing in Galveston? I went to Galveston. I thought I was out there with Duck Dynasty. I thought they was filming an episode of Duck Dynasty. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-uh. Not for me. You know, I was getting triggered and whatnot. We was at a restaurant where they were serving alligator and, and, and niggas was eating crawfish. And then I was looking around at the white folk and I was like, these niggas look like they come right out of Duck Dynasty. Like I'm getting triggered. You know what I'm talking about? I, I had and I had my I had my a paraphernalia on. You know what I mean? I was dripping. You know what I'm trying? I had full copper, everything. I was, you know what I'm saying? I looked like I was coming from a lecture. And I just was feeling real uneasy around Duck Dynasty. So I don't think I'll be doing Galveston. Now it's not pleasure pair. Oh, Kima Boardwalk. There you go. They yeah, I was on I was at Kima. You know what I'm saying? These niggas was proudly eating crawfish and alligators. I was like, maybe not that part of Texas. We you know what I'm talking about? I don't know if I'm gonna do that. I'm not I'm not I don't know if I'm gonna do that. I need to be, you know what I mean? I need to be, I need a mixture of our own. I need to see, you know, Meg the Stallion. And the Beyonce's of the world. I need to be around Matthew Knowles and them niggas. Where are they at? Where's Prince? Where's Jay Prince at? Where's the Where's the fucking mob? Where, where, you know what I mean? Where's Where do they call that mob ties? Where are these niggas at? Houston? Houston? Yeah, that's the thing. Galveston, right? Is that close to like? Is that? I mean, because there's a connection with Lafayette, Baton Rouge. Texas, y'all like kissing cousins and whatnot. Niggas is real close to each other. Shout out to all of the Creole sisters out there from Louisiana. 
hot sauce in your bag, you know what I mean? Stabbing nigga in his sleep type of shorties. I I I I see you. You know what I'm talking about? I see you, sisters. Whistling Dixie. <laughs> That's right. I heard that San Antonio is beautiful. I know they said Dallas got the Erica Badu's, though. That's a fact. You know what I'm that is a fact. We have to weigh that one out. You know what I mean? There's a lot of bad dudes running around. Uh, Galveston is an island. Oh, Manhattan is one too. You know what I'm saying? Manhattan is one too. You know? And Bun B is from Port Arthur. Yes, I already, yeah. Shout out to Rustin, yeah, Rising Power, the Pimp C, Chad Butler, my nigga. You know what I'm talking about? Shout out to Bun B. But I, I rocked with Chad. That was my guy. Um, I don't want to be nowhere that's flat because they have hurricanes and shit and niggas be flooded and whatnot. I, I'm trying to avoid the flood. Corpus Christi. Corpus Christi is Mexico. I went there with Pitbull back in the days when he went on when we was on tour. Corpus Christi is Mexico. I don't know if I want to do Mexico right now. I, I've been watching Narcos. I'm kind of shook. I don't want to run into the cartel. San Antonio is the home of the taco. I'm just saying the whole Texas is Mexico. Let's just keep it clear. I was at the border. Said Tex Arc. What was it? Uh, Texarkana. Arca. Texarkana. Tex Arc. What was that shit? I was like, what the fuck is going on here? They was like, oh, I'll tell you, Oklahoma's right there, and Texas is right here, and Arkansas is right over behind yonder. I'm like, damn. You just might as well call it whatever. What the fuck? Yeah, Texarkana. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, yeah, Texarkana. Like, what? What are you talking about? I, that shit confused me. I didn't know this. I learned something that day. I was like, I, I, I didn't even notice. Like, I didn't. There's no rappers coming out of Tex Arcana, you know what I mean? To familiarize us with areas like that. I didn't know it. Niggas don't give that a shout out. Paul Wall never gave Tex Arcana a shout out. Mike Jones wasn't rapping about his shorty from Tex Arcana. You know what I'm talking about? These niggas are not even creative. I would have threw that just in there to make a bar. I would have just threw that in there to make a bar. Yes, I am moving. I am moving. I had promised uh, the wifey for the winter time. I would just chill in a nest. You know what I mean? I was, I was like, I, I was just chilling and I'm not going to move around too much. I'm going to keep it local and whatnot. But now it's time to move around. Oh, E-40 shouted out. Okay. On Charlie Hustle album. Well, that's why I probably never heard it because I'm not, I don't have E-40 in the motherfucking this chamber like that but shout out to e40 that's the legend don't get it twisted e fizzle is a f like which let's talk about our childhood now that we're gonna give shock g a, a shout out e40 was instrumental in my childhood i'm not even in new york city though you thinking about moving out of there do you know what they just did with new york city let's go to my instagram new york city just legalized prostitution New York City legalized marijuana, right? New York City, basically, yeah, they said that they're not locking up the prostitutes anymore. Do you know what that means? You know what I'm talking about? The city is already, you know what I mean? Niggas is looking like fiends out there. Everybody look like they smoke something, whether it's some K2 
I don't know. It just looks like everybody is on something in New York right now. So I'm like, with the situation, you know what I mean? With the face mask and COVID, COVID done chased out all of the rich people. So it's a lot of strugglers. You know what I'm talking about? They done emptied out the uh, the, the the insane asylums, right? So niggas is walking around talking to themselves with no Bluetooth. No, they, they're not. They're not a part of a podcast. They don't have a Bluetooth on, but they're talking. They're having full conversations. They on the train smoking. I'm talking about niggas is on the train smoking ounces of weed. Niggas got sofas on the train, treating it like their living room. 120 Fifth Street. This shit look like Night of the Living Dead. You know, I'm talking about wild zombies. So I'm like, so now y'all just going to go ahead and legalize prostitution with all of that in the air? You know what I'm talking about? It was already kind of funky in the streets already. It was already air pollution. You're going to legalize prostitution while all of these crazy niggas is running the streets. You're going to legalize prostitution when there's a huge homeless epidemic in New York. Motherfuckers that lost their cribs and whatnot. Because remember, the housing crisis didn't hit yet. They still letting you niggas slide uh, owing 18 months of rent. They didn't hit you niggas with that bill yet. That's about to come. The legal weed shit is coming. So niggas is smoking Zaza all in the streets. You know what I'm talking about? And it's not even Zaza. It's fucking GMO. And it's K2. They're going to take that. If they say you could smoke weed legally, do you know that these niggas will be smoking crack legally in broad day, open air crackheads? In New York City, the only thing in New York City you can't smoke in a park and you can't smoke on a beach. You could only smoke on a fucking sidewalk. Who makes these rules? You know what I'm talking about? Who makes these rules? I personally, I don't like lawlessness like that. I'm cool with a little bit of shit being a little uh loose and whatnot, but I'm not with all of the lawlessness in the wild. Nobody who benefits off of shit like that. The degenerate lifestyle is only going to increase we're trying to we're trying to refine niggas we're trying to help niggas stand straight up you know what i mean like we want to see people tap into their higher selves i don't know if the policies of new york is encouraging that right so it's already gotham city i don't know what the fuck is going to turn into this summer i'm going to uh Pay attention, you know what I mean? I'll I'll let you guys know about the uh uh New York's fate. Um, I'm hoping that it could bounce back, you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not wishing bad for the city because that is my hometown. But I'm I'm you know, they don't deserve me right now. You know what I'm talking about? They don't deserve me. I, I want to move around. I want to move around, you know. So Atlanta or ATL. They just got, I don't know. Like, I, I I was enjoying myself out there. Let's not, uh, but they're not even, that, that's, that, it's too much. It's, I, I can't. Prostitution will no longer be prosecuted in Manhattan. Manhattan will stop prosecuting prostitution and unlicensed massage. Oh, shit. <laughs> so you mean to tell me? A victory for sex work advocates. So happy endings galore, right? No cap. And prostitution. So they could just come outside. They was already naked. 
So now they could just come outside because if prostitution is illegal, is legal, then we might have situations in the summertime of public indecency. You know what I mean? And the shit is $40, right? On a cash app. $39.99, you know what I'm talking about, for certain people. And it's like, I just pray and hope that people who are out here soliciting box will be respectful of the public. Like, don't be doing shit in the public, man. You know what I mean? Don't, 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 don't go there. You know, don't go there, please. We don't want to get into savagery. Yeah, rub maps. <laughs> You're about to see rub maps. New York is going to be on the, on rub maps. The map of New York will be on fire. It will be on fire. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> like I said, Deshaun Watts. <laughs> Bang, 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 bang. Yeah, he's bang. definitely gonna be rubbing his mittens like Birdman. Happy ending? So oh, okay. Let's see what let's see what's popping. You know. So yeah, I don't I don't, you know. If you were a homeowner in the in the state of New York City who spent millions of dollars on your real estate, would you be happy about the conditions of New York right now? Would you be exuberant about news like this? Because let's 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 be clear. There's been an exodus that has taken place in New York, but I promise you, I put money on it. There's going to be an influx of new residents. There's going to be a flood of new people coming to New York this summer. That is a fact. But it's not going to be the trust fund babies. You know what I'm talking about? It's not going to be Wall Street. It's not going to be the gentrifiers. And I'm good riddance that they're gone. You know, uh, guess who's coming to New York? Guess who's coming to dinner? You know what I mean? The niggas who basically left New York, the, the hood, the hood is coming. Where the hood? Where the hood at? Niggas is going to come for DMX funeral and stay. They're going to stay. Niggas that was hiding out in the Carolinas and Virginia and all of that, they're going to come back and stay. This is the New York that they used to love. You know what I mean? Because keep in mind, yeah, heavy immigrant pop. I mean, it's already, you know, it's already a, uh, a melting pot. That's the nice way of saying that the fucking New York is the United Nations. You know what I mean? It's already a melting pot, a cosmopolitan city. You know what I mean? That's just the politically correct way of saying it's a bunch of fucking immigrants. This shit is uh, the East Coast border. You know what I mean? Uh, and I don't have a problem with that. You know, I really don't because I, I, I mean, to be honest with you, from the New York that I've known from when I was little, it's always been different nationalities it's been a hodgepodge of different people and coming together um either getting together or bumping heads you know it's it's either one of it's, it's never really anything gonna be in the middle it's just those two extremes either people was getting together and hooking up and figuring ways to work it out or they was bumping heads and going to war with each other but you know it is what it is um So that's the that's the story coming out of New York. And y'all know about the legal marijuana, of course. Uh, and, and if you don't know that, they legalize marijuana. 
in New York. Shout out to everybody that showed up for this workshop. This was fire. Me and the brother Tyreek Bay was going ham uh, with the information. We was throwing out a lot of information. We was throwing out a lot of alley-oops. We was throwing out a lot of um, solutions and whatnot. So shout out to that brother and shout out to all of the students who pulled up for class. I appreciate every single one of you. Um, thank you. And I look forward to seeing you in our next class. Shout out to my stream chasers that's out there chasing them streams. Like, yeah, I feel you, man. I really appreciate y'all. And as you can see, you know what I'm talking about? Um, I made this point the other day that um, just to see the progression, the way that we could weigh our progression, we have progressed as a stream chaser community. Why do I say that? Because Think about it. A year ago this time, the streams that we had the opportunity or the choice to pick from, like our streams, the, the, the streams that were available to us, right? They were very slim, slim to none. I used to have to dig super deep to find seven income streams to fill out seven days of the week now right in 2021 to keep it 100 with you there's really 100 streams out there right now viable streams if you invest in altcoins if you know about staking if you know about the quote-unquote uh you know um the the if, if you know about the nfts and how to sell digital art right if you know how to tap into the weed, the, the legal weed game, you know what I'm talking about? If you are on rub maps, my nigga, giving out massages, there's mad ways to get an income stream in your life, right? Shout out to everybody that's on a run because the feds is on your ass because you fucked up with the PPP loan. Yeah, shout out to y'all. Yeah, there's day trading. There's trading Forex. There's trading cryptos. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things that people are doing. You feel me? There's a lot of things that are out there. And as from my standpoint, from my vantage point, as a teacher, I'm like, shit, shit is booming. Like shit done opened up. You know what I mean? It, 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 it opened up. It really opened up, bro. It's so much opportunities out here, bro. Like, I don't really, I, I got to wake up. I have to change my sleeping schedule. You know what I mean? To get up at 4 a.m. to tackle this shit. It's a lot of information. It's almost information overload taking place. It's a lot of fucking opportunities that are just all around. I be missing out on shit because there's so many things popping. You feel me? Ripple, whoo, to the moon. I'm going to get that, um... I'm going to get that uh, sound effect. I'm going to get Ralph Cramden telling Alice to the moon. So when we have our classes and whatnot, I got a new channel that I'm building up called Know the Ledger. We got Know the Ledger Media. That's where I do Melanin Mondays and Third Eye Thursdays. And we talk our shit, you know what I mean? But Know the Ledger is going to be strictly crypto talk. Shout out to the biggest crypto play ever. I was just in Clubhouse with the bros. So it's real busy on these networks. Blue Pill is with Rich right now. 
um, the brothers, uh, Crypto, uh, J Crypto, Iggy, slicing them. They over there at the biggest crypto play ever in Clubhouse. And this week we were doing, um, you know, the audio feature that, that, that Clubhouse has. Well, now Discord has it. Right. You know, Discord, the group, the private group. So we was doing clubhouses on Discord since yesterday. I believe we was doing it yesterday. So shout out to those brothers. Um, everybody that's out here working. I, I mean, shit, you know, what I mean, all of you niggas are uh, worthy of a salute or two. You know what I'm saying? If you out here working and you're you're uh, you're you're helping the people change their situation. For better. You know what I mean? Nigga, I shaded that. You know what I'm talking about? You need a clubhouse? Don't even worry about clubhouse invitations, uh, Kimberly. That's an old relic right there. You know what I mean? We almost over clubhouse. You know what I'm talking about? I don't even really be on it. We almost off of that. We really are. That was a fad. This, the clubhouse technology of audio being able to speak to other brothers and sisters or other that twitter is getting it discord has it instagram tried to implement it it's gonna be everywhere so i don't even know if clubhouse is the shit anymore you know i'm talking about to be honest with you just come into the discord group the discord group let me give you the link let me drop the link in the chat give me one second let me pull it up uh, I, I humbly invite you. I cordially invite you to join us on Discord. Uh, just look at look. You know, tag me. I'm Red Pillar, right? Hit me on my inbox, and I will help get you onboarded um, into the group. But it's pretty much self-explanatory when you get in there. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe not. Because everything is not easy. I might think certain things are easy, but when you, you know, this, this, but that's the reason for the biggest crypto play ever. It is to help people understand more easily. And, you know, it's how it's to help educate the people about this new space, which is the digital metaverse. You know what I mean? Because it can be. It could be attempting. Yeah, definitely buy buy. Look, everything is red right now. Buy the dip all over the place, nigga. Dip set, dip set. You know what I'm talking about? Dip set, dip set. You know, it's it's a dip everywhere. The whole board is red. Right? The whole board is red. Damn near. I think Ethereum is the only shit that's fighting back. You know, this is time to go shopping. If you made money on Safe Moon, you should have took that shit out. If you made money when Dogecoin was up last week, nigga, you should have took it out. You know what I'm talking about? Y'all sitting on your profits and whatnot, and then you lose that shit. You got to learn how to play the game. If you initially come in, this is my theory. I don't, I don't, you know, if I come in on a thousand dollars on a certain coin and that shit goes to ten thousand, I'm taking nine out. And I'm leaving that thousand to do what the fuck it needs to do. And I'm taking that nine and I'm spreading that across the border on other altcoins. You know what I mean? So, yeah. 
digital underground. We are the we are we are the new digital underground. To this day, to this day. I remember when Shock G came out and they was calling themselves Digital Underground. I was like, what does that mean, mom? I, I was trying to wrap my mind around what the fuck is a digital underground? Why are they digital? You know what I mean? Like, I couldn't understand. I was a kid. I was a youth. You know what I mean? I didn't understand it. But I understand it now. And we are the digital underground. Those of us who are on the front lines utilizing the digital realm. The evolution will be digitized. We're utilizing digital tools digital resources in the digital space to teach the people to uh uplift the people to onboard the people that's my new favorite word to onboard the people to edify our master teachers so they don't just wither away you know what i'm talking about so they don't just wither away you know we keep their names alive we keep their legacies intact so yeah we the new uh digital underground yeah xrp lit lit you know i'm talking about um the brother said hey red i consider myself a good drawing artist but how challenging do you think how to create an nft art i'm glad that you said that because we i'm giving out an open call yeah shock g is definitely from brooklyn saying fuck is you talking about yeah the same way the tupac from new york fuck is you talking about you know what i mean don't hate let's learn to appreciate you know i'm not out here set tripping about where niggas is born and all that i could care less i i could have been born in boise idaho it still don't take away from the cloth you know what I mean? But just for the record, the OG was born in New York. Quiet town, tied down. He went out of town and he 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 set himself up to be a legend on the on the west side, right? Town business. The same way that Tupac came through. Right. And then he went and he repped the uh, West Coast and the East Coast, because to be honest with you, uh, we don't we don't we don't we don't see division. We, you know, we beautiful everywhere we are. N every nigga is a star. I don't give a fuck where you from. You could be from El Segundo. You know what I'm talking about? If you got sauce, you got sauce. You know, I'm a traveler. I'm a traveling man. You know what I mean? I don't trip over. I don't, I don't. I'm not a set tripper. You know what I'm talking about? I don't. I'm not. I'm not super East Coast and all that stupid shit. I don't run around with an East Coast chip on my shoulder. You know, I'm a Brooklyn nigga, but you know, I appreciate all cultures. I appreciate all dialects. I appreciate everyone's hood. You know what I mean? I appreciate the way that people carry themselves in those different hoods. I appreciate their music and their sound, even their food. I'm an I'm a, I'm an explorer. You know what I'm talking about. So salute to everybody. But yeah, that nigga's from New York, and and if if they both rep rep the West, 
they're entitled to because I went to the West and I was ready to rep the West. I had some good smoke in the West and I ran into a shorty. This was like 2003. I was like, I could live out here. You know what I'm talking about? They had a lot of what I like out there. I was in California. I was in LA. You know what I'm talking about? I, I understood the appeal. I understood the appeal, but what about the verdict? I think I did a show about the verdict. We're gonna talk about that in a minute. I haven't ever gone to yeah. I would I, look. I was at a go go show in D.C. Rare Essence in a motherfucking train station, Union Station, bro. Did you did you did you ever seen something like that? I think it was Howard Homecoming. They was in a train station. crazy and I, I, I didn't understand what the fuck i was hearing i remember going to virginia to hampton's homecoming when biggie was performing this was in 93 right i went down there with a local drug dealer named panna he had the land cruiser i thought i was a drug dealer you know what i mean i was with the big i was with the big fish i was with the big homie the big he was a he was a willy you know what i'm talking about he was like a fucking whale and um I heard it's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. There's some holes in this house. There's to this day. In this house. To this day. Him, point them out. If you see them, point them out. There's some holes. I'm a I'm a Brooklyn nigga. I don't know. I didn't never heard this shit. I was like, what the fuck? I had culture shock. You know what I'm talking about? I had I had culture shock. It was like this. I want to go to college. That shit made me want to go to college, bro. I had culture shock. I never, I, you know what I mean? Like it was all kind of thick, thicker than Snickers. And you know what I mean? The shorties was looking all scrumptious. It's like, damn, what's going on out here? You know what I mean? I'm used to being on a block, you know? So go, go. They was playing go-go as well. I said all of that to say that I was getting put onto the go-go scene. And I was at Howard Homecoming. I went to the Howard Homecoming. Then I got put onto the go-go shit a little bit even more. Remember that McDonald's where everybody used to be at? In McDon right there in Howard? You know what I'm talking about? I think it's on U Street. Yeah, Chicago house music. Yeah, I'm not a house dancer. Wait, wait, wait. What y'all talking about with, with the Chicago? Oh, that song? There's some holes. In yeah, no, I'm just saying. I'm not saying that that was Go-Go. I'm saying that that was, a, that was a set that they were playing. They started out with, there's some holes in this house. If you see them pouring them out, there's some holes. And it's time for the percolator. It's time for the percolator. I'm I'm standing there, you know what I'm talking about? You know, I'm not finna start dancing. I'm just doing a two-step, you know what I mean? I got my drink in my hand. I'm drinking my two-step. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? You know, and they start twerking. This was 93. Shorties was twerking. I was like, hmm, this is interesting. It reminds me of the Jamaicans with the dance hall. But it's 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 a little bit different, you know what I mean? Because while, while they're twerking, niggas is not on top of their, you know what I mean? Because where we come from in Flatbush, 
when the, the you know what I mean? The minute Shorty start twerking, niggas is on her back. We're you know, we like the dagger crew, you know what I'm saying? This shit like pasa pasa, niggas is jumping off of speakers. But down south, when they start to twerking, you know what I mean? Dudes are not getting no, they're not getting no dubs, they're not getting no wines. They fall back and they let them twerk. I didn't understand that. I was like, attack, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, attack the ball. Like, what are you doing? You know what I'm talking about? But they just, they was just twerking. And then, you know, I was like, okay. Yes, the McDonald's one block from Sankofa Bookstore. You are exactly right. That McDonald's was super lit during DC Homecoming. Anybody know uh, during Howard Homecoming? Anybody, this Howard alumni, you know what I'm talking, you know what, you know what I'm talking about? Know what I'm talking about? The percolator had ninjas doing splits in Cincinnati. (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Right. The Dutty wine. Right. That's what I'm, I, I was on that time. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking to slide up behind something, you know what I mean? And get to whining, you know? I'm from my people from St. Croix, so I can activate. You know what I mean? I'll treat this shit like carnival. Somebody said Maryland is a chick haven. Why do you think I signed? I think I got accepted to Morgan State. Okay. I got accepted to Morgan State and I was ready to go. I packed my bags. I was like, nigga, I'm on, I'm on my way. I probably would have had eight kids by now. Jesus came and saved me. I, I think he took the will when I was on my way down there. He 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 made my financial support get denied. So I went there and they was like, yeah, you know, we're going to put you in the dorm. But um, I, we don't think that your financial aid paperwork went through. Your parents make too much money. I was like, yeah, you'll never see me again. Nigga, what are you talking about? I'm not paying for this. You know what I mean? I was trying to come and have babies for free on on their dollar. You know what I mean? On 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 their I was a try, I was trying to have children on their financial aid. I was like, you niggas are gonna pay me to come to Morgan State to save these sisters, but they didn't want to pay for that, so I had to take my uh, talent somewhere else. I went back to the hood, you know. But I went to Morgan. I went to Howard Homecoming. I started, my, my nose started going up. Like, what the fuck is this? Then I went to Morgan State homecoming in 94. And I was convinced that this is where the beginning of civilization must have started. You know what I mean? In the middle of all of these fine women that I saw out there. And I, I put in my paperwork. I'm not lying. No cap. Like, I was, I was ready to become a fucking student, my nigga, just to be around these sisters. But, you know, things worked out the way that they did. Things worked out the way that they did. You know. How are, yeah, how are you? <laughs> right? You, <laughs> I'm trying to tell you, bro. I'm trying to, we talking, this is before the Dipset era. This is before, because I feel like certain type of vibrations of music or certain eras of music kind of changed the uh the 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 pedigree of you know of the listeners of the music so i'm giving you the bad boy era shit was like whoa this was this was around this was the beginning of the bad boy era this was when biggie and them and puff this was before mace my nigga you know what i'm talking about oh but i made up for that 
I made up for all of that. Well, I went to Atlanta. I went to ATL. Right? I went to ATL. And I went right on Clark Atlanta campus. A-C-U-A-U-C. I ain't never spent one minute in fucking class because I was not a student. But I was up there like I was. I was up there like I had a scholarship. My girlfriend at that time, she was the head. She was the 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 leader. The other the, what are the cheerleaders? She was the cheerleader captain. One of my OGs. He didn't even call her by her name. He used to call her Ferrari, nigga, because that's how the body was built. Don't black to me, yeah, bro. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah. This was like ninety seven. 98, 99. Wait till you niggas see the Netflix documentary. It's going to be lit. You know what I mean? Parental advisory. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, we was up there stomping. We was going hard in Atlanta. We was going hard, bro. You know what I'm talking about? We was turned up. You can ask around. Ask about twin on that campus. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. We was out there. Serial killer. A lot of bodies. You feel me? DC sniper, my nigga. A lot of bodies. I was out there. You know, Ted Bundy, nigga. Ted Bundy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I got to see what campus life was about vicariously. You know what I mean? That's why I met Akon. Akon used to sleep on the same floor that I used to sleep on inside of a dormitory with all females. We was in a there was an all-female dormitory. And we, we used to sneak in there at night and, uh, you know, uh, sleep on the floors. You know what I'm talking about? It was very fun. That was the only time that I that I had fun sleeping on the floor. You know what I mean? But now, Atlanta's different. It's, niggas is out there with Hellcats trying to kill each other on the highway and niggas is on all kind of drugs it's just different for me that's why i'm saying like for people that are just moving out there you might you you might be chasing a different type of uh vision that i might be because i i seen atlanta on a whole nother energy so the shit that i see it on right now it's just like it's something that's not rubbing me the right way i don't know what it is it's just not doing it for me you know what i mean Oh, you went to the blue frame? Whew. Bro. If you went, I went to the blue flame. I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Niggas was already like, yo, it's in Bankhead. You know what I'm talking about? It's a little more ratchet because we was used to going to Gentleman's Club. If you knew what that was about. Only my OG, my original, my old school ATL people know. Uh, Gentleman's Club was in Buckhead. Okay. It was a different type of action. White chocolate in them. Remember white chocolate from a uh, tip drill video, nigga? Talk black to me. Yeah, that was her club. She had that shit on lock. And um, they was like, yeah, we going to Blue Flames. I was like, let's go. They was like, I'm telling you, it's different. I'm like, nigga, let's go. And we went. And I was like, oh, this is not what I thought. You know what I mean? Nigga, tuck your chain. You know what I'm talking about? Like, we was in the hood for real. They had all of the fucking trucks parked up and whatnot. The truck drivers was coming in to get some quickies. I was like, yeah, this is a different type of vibe. You know, 
Shout out to Dutch. She was a dancer out of uh, Blue Flames. That was one of my people's girlfriends. You know what I mean? Yeah, SO's 559. 559 was that hole in the wall near Clark. Club 112. We was early at Club 112. You know what I'm talking about? We was doing 112 dirty. You know what I mean? With the designer and all of that. Back then when niggas did not know what that was. They was like, what do those G's stand for? We was like, Gucci, nigga. To this day! To this day! They didn't know what they was looking at. You know what I mean? Niggas had the pony, the pony, the pony hair shoes on with the pony hair belt to match. Like, we was doing it real big because we was boosting out of Phipps and Linux. We was tearing them up. You know what I'm talking about? Look, look, I used to sleep under the bed of Spellman and his plot. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? That's what I'm talking about. You're, you know what it is, bro. You know what it is. Nigga, I, we used to sleep under beds. Huh? The shit that niggas go through for some, for some, uh, you know, for some cutty. We used to sleep under the bed. We, I would sleep on the fliznor, dead on the floor, no blankets, no sleeping bag. You know what I'm talking about? I roll my shirt up, be on the floor. You know what I mean? Shit was lit. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it was lit. But I did not go for the freak nick. That's another thing. Blue Pill and A.A. Rashid came back to New York. These niggas came back like Columbus came back to Spain. You know what I'm talking about? Like, yo, nigga, it's a whole new world over there. And they dress skimpy. They don't got no clothes on. So they came back to New York telling us about Freak Nick. But by the time I got down there in 97, they had already let the bomb off. Remember, they blew the shit up for um the uh, All-Star, uh, the Olympics. And that kind of deaded a lot of things. So. They start cracking down on freak nick. I don't see, yeah, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to confuse anybody. I'm ratchet, but to a level, I'm I'm like control ratchet. I don't like being in that. I mean, I, I appreciate uh, you know, a, a lit environment, but I when it's too much, too much debauchery, nigga. When it's too much debauchery, it's too much for me. I, I mean, I'm a Scorpio, but to a degree, my nigga. You know what I mean? Then my moons and my suns and my my ascendants and all of that shit start kicking in. Like, I'm a I'm a Scorpio to a certain degree. I just can't be in Caligula. You know what I'm talking about? I just can't be in Caligula. Like the freak Nick was Caligula like. You know what I mean? I'm good. I'm good. We made up for that. When we was in Miami for All-Star Weekend, for Memorial Weekend. Remember Memorial Weekend in Miami, South Beach, before the police watered it down and before niggas started going to Cancun like they fancy and whatnot? We was all 99 at the All-Star Cafe. There was a spot called All-Star right on 8th and Ocean. Nigga, when I talk about lit, bro, I don't even know if the words they throwing on what these bitches want for my nigga. DMX on throw some black rob on nigga. The Humpty dance. We was doing a pop smoke to the Humpty dance. Like lit. 
super lit. Super duper lit. That's why it's like death comes in threes, right? Death comes in threes. So unfortunately, you know, who are we as a people? We only human beings. We can't pick out who we want to go. We can't pick out who we want to leave us. You know? We can't pick out who we want to leave us and who we want to make a transition. It happens. And unfortunately, we've lost three giants in the realm of hip-hop. Ooh, the shark bar. <clears throat> you done hit one with that. The shark bar. Before... Puffy came with Justin's nigga, the shark bar, Liddy. If you pull one out of the shark bar, nigga, you was really a shark. The shark bar, I remember that. I remember being nervous in a shark bar. That's a fact. That's how. That's how high the stakes was. It got to be a lot going on for a nigga to be. And I'm not saying nervous because it was niggas around. I was nervous because it was so many baddies. You ever been that type of nervous? You know what I'm talking about? It was too many baddies. I didn't know how to play my card. You know what I'm talking about? I was I was like, damn, do you play too cool? Like, what do you do? Nigga, do you reach for something? Because you might throw yourself, you might throw your your uh your, your batting percentages off. You know what I mean? Like, you don't want to make the, you don't want to swing and strike out. But these three artists... There he go. You had to be on your A game in the shark bar. You know, big stew. We're gonna we're gonna go we're gonna blow a, a a blunt one day. We're gonna smoke a whole eighth because you know what I'm talking about. We cut from that cloth. You you've been outside for a minute. You've been outside for a minute. Um, all three of these artists represented when they were in their element. DMX with the Rough Rider anthems. Dun, 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 dun. Stop, drop, open up, dun, 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 stop, roll, right? The anthem, lit, party started, get the party started, like, niggas is popping wheelies and, you know what I'm talking about, turned up, Humpty Hump with the Humpty Dance, Digital Underground, nigga, I get around, Tupac, to this day, to this day, you young whippersnappers out there, you don't even know who Shock G is. You thought you thought G Shock died. Nigga, Shock G, you don't even know. You probably don't know. You got to ask your Uncle Timmy. You know what I mean? Shock G in the digital underground, right? They was the ones who introduced us to their roadie, right? The nigga that was on the road with them carrying records and knocking down white girls for them. Tupac Shakur. And then I remember they had a video where they was carrying this nigga around. He was wearing kente and whatnot. I'm like, who is the goofy? You know what I'm talking about? Then he started rapping. I'm like, oh, this nigga. You know what I mean? I felt the vibes. I'm like, who is he? He he looks familiar. You feel me? There's something about him that I need to know who this man is. And then the next time I seen this nigga pop up, he had no shirt on. He he dashed. He threw the dashiki away. And he was bald-headed talking about, I get around. No, the first song was I've been all around the world, the same song. 
all around the world the same song with that with the funk with that west coast vibe to it you know what i mean that's uh with that west coast vibe and then he comes out where i get around remind you not brenda has a baby not trapped right not that shit the fun shit i remember watching video music box and ralph mcdaniels put on i when i i, I get around i was like i was still young i was still i might have been around my son's age right now he's 13 but that shit made me want to play I'm like, shit, I want to be, I want to take my shirt off and get rubbed on too, nigga. I want to get around. I didn't even know what I get around really meant. That's how innocent I was. Facts. They didn't have no, I couldn't go Google the lyrics. I'm like, what the fuck is he really saying? I'm trying to figure it out. I get around. I'm like, where is he getting around to? You know what I'm talking about? Where is he going? I didn't understand. You know what I mean? I didn't understand. That's why these children these days, I don't know. Like, these niggas got Cardi B at eight years old and shit like that. We didn't have shit like that. Like, niggas had to explain what the fuck was going on to us a little bit before we got onboarded to the fact that this was going to be some ratchet shit going down. Like, NWA kind of broke the ice, you know, uh, Snoop Dogg and whatnot. But by the time we finished with them, our innocence was gone. But prior to that, it was a fucking, it was like, niggas, we was taking steps. You know what I'm talking about? We we didn't we didn't we didn't come out the house completely losing uh, our religion, nigga. We was taking steps. That shit happened in phases and whatnot. You know what I mean? Freak Nick was a phase. That was our baptism into some real freaky shit. You feel me? Greek Fest was a phase, nigga. Two Live Crew was a phase. To this day. To this day. It was a phase. You know what I mean? We didn't wake up like this. To be honest with you, if that shit never came along, we would be wearing high waters, looking like an early Jermaine Dupree, Jerry Curls with fucking bug eyes, nigga. That's how many of us would have looked. And niggas down south would have been in overalls. Haitians would have still been wearing their Sunday suits and whatnot and the fucking penny loafers. We would have all just been square niggas. You know what I'm talking about? Niggas would have been looking like Michael Jackson. And some of you niggas would have been looking like Prince. You know what I mean? Because that's how we were being groomed. I, I've been telling y'all this before. I come from the generation where we were watching fucking hot tracks and Friday night videos, nigga. And that was rock and roll. We was listening to Duran Duran. We was listening to George Michaels while he was singing to niggas. And we thought he was singing. We was listening to Cindy Lauper. Girls just want to have fun. Right. Is that the fucking lesbian anthem or something? We didn't know what we was listening to. Luther was singing to niggas and we thought he was singing to the ladies. You know what I'm talking about? And then they had to come out with nightcaps. Remember nightcaps? When shit started getting a little steamy and then BET uncut and we was like, oh, we figured it out. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. But we was kind of square, bro. I'm a, I can admit that. You know what I mean? I can admit that for the young ones out there who don't understand what, what was going on. I, I could I could admit that. Boy George, niggas was dead. Come on, 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 come on
They coming. We wasn't judging nobody. Hall and Oaks. They was just putting all kind of niggas in front of us. ZZ Top nigga, Twisted Sister. I, I knew all of that. I knew all of that. Freddie Jackson. We was on all of that. Apollonia. Yeah. Yeah, that part. Sheila E. Early Mike. Early Janet. After she got burnt on um Good Times Penny. When she popped out with Rhythm Nation, nigga. We was with all of that. Cameo. Candy. What tastes like candy? Who was he talking to? You know what I'm talking to? You know what I'm talking about? This nigga had a red jock strap on. Talking about it tastes like candy. Who was he talking to? Tears for fears and all of that. Herbie Hancock, nigga. Uh, don't worry, be happy. Tracy Chapman. What, what do you mean? We wasn't gangsters. You don't know talk about that. Wasn't our soundtrack. The funny thing is, Pat Benatar been around the world and I, 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 and I, 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 and we all saw the premiere of Thriller. That was our Wakanda. We all saw Thriller with our parents and our aunts, our drunk uncle, and niggas had their pajamas on because it was getting late and NBC showed it and niggas watched it five times in a row and then was scared to go to sleep because this nigga done turned into a werewolf. Yeah, Billy Ocean, the Gap Band. Yeah, what are we talking about? Lisa Lisa. I had a I had the hots for Lisa Lisa. Nigga. That's right. I could admit it. I had the hots for Lisa Lisa. And niggas that I know was on Paula Abdul's heels. Okay. They was on her heels. Stephanie, Stephanie Mills, yeah, she could get it too. Anita Baker, yeah, we wanted her as well. You know what I'm talking about? Lisa Stansfield, nigga. <laughs> Uh, the arithmetics and Terrence Trent Darby. Remember Terrence Trent Darby, right? And then Tevin Campbell. We was with all of that. Nah, they come later. New kids on the block. New kids on the block. Shaba was like borderline ratchet to us. Billy Idol. David Bowie. Niggas was rocking with David Bowie and Iggy Pop, right? My, there was no, yeah, Samantha Fox, right? Jim. And then Aaliyah came and, and washed all of them up. How about that? Millie Vanilli, Millie Vanilli, nigga. Millie Vanilli on you, niggas. Troop. Remember Troop? You know what I'm talking about? Rod Stewart. Yeah, pause. Rod Stewart. Sting. Right? Hall and Oates, they was doing their thing. Patra, that was wifey for a minute. That was wifey. She had the box braids. You know what I mean? She was hot. She was kind of hot, bro. And then Sade came and it was no more. And then Whitney came and there was no more Sade. That was the first record that I had owned it. My father got us, uh, I believe the children are a future. We, we, got, we got a record player for Christmas. With the fucking Wendy, uh, Whitney Houston album, nigga. And maybe a few other albums. We was trying to cut that shit. It was, I believe the chicka, 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 chicka. 
we didn't have a technique album uh record player we had some real fugazi shit we was trying to be like the niggas on the breaking movie like <laughs> i believe that ch 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 children are the lit me and blue I mean, I was literally infatuated with Whitney Houston. I'm talking about, it didn't make no sense, bro. I was going to grow. I, I think I grew a shag. I was trying to, I was just trying. When I heard that Bobby Brown scooped up my wife, nigga, did you know how that made me feel? That was young trauma. You know what I'm talking about? Y'all don't be understanding what young people go through with, with their heart. Like young niggas, that was young trauma. I was like Bobby Brown, you the, the guy from My Prerogative that doesn't wear underwear when he dances. Him? I was like, why? What is she seeing him? You know what I mean? That's before I understood the whole Whitney thing. You know, I didn't understand everything about Whitney. I was buying into the marketing. I was, I was, get, I, I got caught up in the marketing. You know what I mean? There wasn't no internet. You just believe what the fuck they showed you. So we come from that. We're not bad people, y'all. You feel me? We come from that. How do we get so off course? My foundation, the shit that I was being fed as a child, you know what I mean? I was getting global world music. It wasn't just pop music. They was giving us global world music. Yeah, Bobby Brown was definitely lit. I'm just hating. What are you talking about? That nigga was lit lit. My prerogative? He was lit. He broke off from New Edition. He was lit. I, the Ralph Tresman was my guy. But then he, he didn't keep up with Bobby. Guy, guy my nigga. Aaron Hall. <laughs> guy? Fucking guy, bro. Nigga? Are you serious? Guy? You know what they did for the ladies? Guy? Niggas couldn't fuck with Guy. And then Jodeci came. Nigga, Jodeci? Devontae? And the other, the other niggas with baby hair? What are you talking about? They had the ladies going crazy. So, I'm like, yo. We were fucking cultured, bro. Don't get it messed up. When niggas was cultured, that's why a lot of the producers got into that's why the samples are so fire. The Jay Dillers of the world, the 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 uh my my dude premiere and all of them. That's why they was fire. You know what I'm saying? They was fire because we had culture and i'm not saying nobody else don't got culture yeah y'all got whatever culture y'all got but we were cultured and this wasn't even forced upon us this was just this was the appetite of what we were being fed through radio this was before hip-hop took over you couldn't even really fucking hear hip-hop you had to listen to the night radio the weekend show with mr magic and all of that the hip hop was not really on the radio like that. And if it was on the radio, it was LL. It was like Curtis Blow. 
You know what I mean? And all of the underground. Brand Nubians was considered underground at one point. Right? It, they was considered underground at one point. Um, a lot of them, AZ, Nas was considered underground. Do you know that? He was an underground, he was like an underground rapper based off of what the commercial rappers were spitting and how they were being, quote-unquote, in the light and whatnot. He was considered to be underground. Yeah, in Chicago, you had to listen to... Look, an AM station. We had 107.5 with... Oh, yeah, th this is who held it down. Stretch and Bobito. That's where you heard bars. They was underground. They was like a mixtape show. Two white dudes or a white dude and a Hispanic dude. Uh, Stretch and Bobito was giving it up. They was breaking mad. Uh, They broke mad niggas. And then the mixtapes, of course, came. We had Kiss FM and WBLS. I think WBLS was the ones that were playing Mr. Magic at, you know, at night and whatnot. And then you had the five o'clock mix. They would give you like, I remember when Dougie Fresh and Slick Rick was running two summers straight. Remember that? With the show and Lottie Dottie, nigga. Two summers straight. Not one summer. Two. Two. 85 to 86. They had both summers on lock with two songs, my nigga. All facts. Saw and Pepper. Oh, Saw and Pepper here. And we in the fake. Why don't you push it, man? Cooling by day and by night. If I saw a shorty with the asymmetrical haircut, I was on her. She could look like a wildebeest, nigga. I was like, Pepper? It, it's, I'm hot sauce. Pleased to meet you. What's popping? You know what I'm talking about? Now push it. Mm -mm. Nigga, that was like a porn song back then. Are you serious? You have to get your ears clean if you heard push it. I'm telling you, we came a long way. To our debauchery where we're at right now, nigga, we have fallen very far. <laughs> you want to admit that? We, nigga, our innocence is lost. You know what I mean? Our innocence is lost. I, I can remember when we had a, 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 a inkling of it. And the funny thing is that we still lived in a world where racism or what they identify as racism exists. We still lived in a world where people were uh, discriminated against. We still lived in a world where poverty was the root to mostly all evils. Yeah, remember when Queen Latifah was wild militant? This is before set it off, mind you. Shit, I think that shit changed her. She was wild militant. She had a whole bike crew with her, and you could not call her a bitch. She would, she would, she was spin on. She spin a block on you. You know what I'm talking about? Ah oh, man, Moni Love. <sighs> Moni Love, bro. It's hard to explain the the kind of crush I had on Moni Love, and it was briefly. I don't know what happened. I think, you know, I'm a Scorpio. So I, I, a nigga could only crush on you until you get with somebody else. You know what I'm talking about? She got with one of them rapping niggas and I was done with her. I was like, she's not waiting for me? Like, you know what I'm talking about? Like, 
Moni, you know, I thought you was in the middle. Like, what are you doing? I had to let her go. MC Light was fire. MC Light was fire. Uh, Georgie Porgy, Sam, remember Sam? I am Sam. The the the, the video when she was on a train. The video when she was on a train. She was a cute one. You know what I'm talking about? Light as a rock. I am the light as a rock. L-L-Y-T-E. I was like, you go, girl. Spit that shit. You know what I'm talking about? But watch out when Moni comes in. You sit down. You know what I mean? You sit down, lady. Let Moni do what she does. I was Mo- I was team Moni, nigga. You know what I'm talking about? I was team Moni all day. You know? I was team Moni. And I like Spinderella. Roxanne, Roxanne. She was all right. She just looked like she fought too much. You know what I'm talking about? She looked like she just fought too much. I was okay. I was all, you know. Big Les with them big ass legs. Always dancing and shit. Yeah, I was on big. I was on her. Lady of Rage. She was dope as hell. First of all, Boss. Remember Boss Deeper? Deeper. I'm like, Deeper? What's, what's that mean? Deeper where? Are you a scuba diver? What do you mean deep? Yeah, boss was, she was, she was like that. She was like that. Yo, I remember Roxanne Shantae. I was like 11 years old. Roxanne Shantae had the hood. They had the Roxanne Wars with UTFO. And it was light-skinned Roxanne against brown-skinned Roxanne. And I didn't know what Roxanne was real. It was Roxanne, Roxanne, and then Roxanne, Shantae. I was like, what's going on here? Kid and play. Oh, of course. They was legends. Bobby Brown got with Big Les, too. That nigga, man. He was everywhere, I guess. He was everywhere. Yeah, Rage was fire. Bahamadia was fire. You know what I'm talking about? Yo-Yo, oh, my goodness. She was fire. The sister from X-Clan. What was her name again with the Aaron and with the Aaron and went back? She started that shit, y'all. You know what I mean? She started the septic earrings, the uh the septums, the shit that the bulls be wearing. Wasn't she the one that started that? Chub Rock. Legend. Chub Rock was that guy. Chub Rock was that dude, bro. Yeah, the brat was, ooh. The brat was. Miss Melody was fire. Isis, yes, thank y'all. Isis, Isis was Isis had bars. Isis was whole tepping way back in the days. Isis had bars. She was holding down the whole crew. You know what I mean? Boss from Cali. Boy, is Boss a lawyer? Digger did. Is that Ladybug? That's her name. She be on. She on Instagram right now. I think she following me. From uh, I'm cool like that. You know I'm cool like that. I'm cool like that. And I'm cool like that. I was like, yeah, let's be cool together. You know what I mean? Charlie Baltimore. Oh, you taking it there. That was Biggie Shorty. Where's she at? Where's she work at? Target? Dougie Fresh with the beat bop. Ladybug. Yeah. Ladybug. Ladybug. She was too. She was fly. Ladybug was fly. 
But then Lauren Hill came and she knocked all that shit out the box. She said she was like, "Sit down, Ladybug, and you over there, you, you take a seat. I got you. Yeah, I got this." She threw she threw that shit on her back. You know what I mean? But to be honest with you, Lauren Hill, I feel comes out of she she's like they walked so she could run. You know what I mean? They, they, the, the Moni loves of the world and all of they walked so Lauren Hill could fucking fly, bro. Yeah, remember Blondie with Rapture? I didn't understand that video until I got older. Grace Jones, respectfully, definitely respectfully. Before Boomerang, before Boomerang, Grace Jones, it's that bitch. Okay, she was that. Sh she was the shit. She before Naomi Campbell and all of that. Grace Jones, bruh. You know. And then Erica came. She shut all that shit down. She came with the head wrap. It was over after that. She, she shut that down. Khalees, I had a super crush on Khalees. You know what I mean? I ain't gonna lie. I never seen nobody with a colorful hair before. That shit did something to me. You know, and she was, you know, Khalees was at on a party scene. She was outside. You know, talking about before Nas ran into her, she was outside. You know, that's a fact. Rodiga, oh yes, Rodiga was fire, and she, yeah, Remy, and then Foxy and Little Kim came and said, "Sit down." And said, "Sit down." You know, what I'm talking about. They was like, sit down. We got this. We're going to take this shit to another level. You know what I'm talking about? They came and sat Erica's ass down. Like, Kim and Foxy was like, mm-mm. No. We're not burning incense, nigga. <laughs> we're not burning no sage today, nigga. We, we, finna, <laughs> we finna burn some blunts, nigga. We about to burn this motherfucker. We burn this bitch down. We about to burn this shit the fuck on. You know what I mean? You know? Gangsta Boo, legend. Missy, legend. You see all of these names that I'm naming? Did I once say baby something or doll something? No offense to these new rappers. Did any of these sisters have a doll at the end of the name? And y'all are leaving out Lisa Left Eye. I let you get away with it for too far. You're leaving out. Lisa Left Eye, and Mary J. Blige. Mary J. Blige walked so they could fly. Let's be clear. I, how, how fucking rude of me. I'm, I'm running through all of these names, but I forgot the mama of it all. Who was, who was really helping us get boxed back in the days? I'm going to just keep it a buck, nigga. Mary, okay? She was helping us score, nigga. She was helping us catch bodies. Not to take anything away from any of these other women and whatnot, but everybody has a part to play, right? Nigga, Mary was helping nigga score, okay? When that album came on, you know what I mean? Some motherfucking Cisco, some Cisco to sip on, or some uh Paul Mason or something, I don't know. Yeah, Mary Jane, Grand Pooba, what's the 411? I remember being in the shorty's house in Canarsie. She was like, what's the 411? I was like, what's the 411? She was like, got it going on i was like oh we this is gonna be a short night oh keep sweat 
Legend. Faith. Yeah. Faith. Man. What's the song from Faith? I'm trying to remember the shit that just puts like it, it, it just it's just it's just angelic. What's the song from Faith? Phyllis Hyman is a super bad. She is uh she's 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 a legend. She's an icon. She is beautiful. She is super talented. Um and yes, Little Mo is underrated. Little Mo came with that energy. Oh, soon as I get home. Soon as I get home. She was singing the biggie, nigga. She was. That was boo. That was bae, right? Soon as I get home. I'm kicking little Kim out the house. Uh, I had a crush on the whole in vogue. I had a crush on Coco from SWV until I saw her fingernails. Then I shifted over to the light-skinned one. What's her name? She was from Flatbush. I was on her tail. Uh, yeah. The Leverts. The Leverts was crazy. I mean, I remember it was fire. I think it's as soon as I get home. I'm talking about slow song faith. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, yeah, Lily. Lily was Liddy. Lily was cute. She's a cutie. You know what I'm talking about? Did they do the battle already? <gasps> I think on, on verses. I'm gonna check her out. See what you know, see what she's looking like these days. I might follow her on the gram. I'm talking about when, when Faith was singing. She's very talented. Nigga. What's his name? What's my nigga? Summer Rain? Carl Thomas. To this day! To this day! Remember the sampler? Remember the Carl Thomas sampler? Remember the sampler? Not the whole album, nigga. The shit that they put out that was just the sampler. It was like six songs. Legendary shit, bro. Legendary shit. Michelle A. Boy, did I have a crush on Michelle A. My man. And then I found out. Let me just stop. I had a, yeah, Z Groove Thing, Zane. I met the sister from Zane, the chocolate one. What's her name? Is it Za or is it Nay? I met her and she had vibes. You know, I'm talking about she definitely have some great vibes. Jill Scott, man, I don't even want to go there. That was another one. Total. Bruh. I'm just realizing by saying all of these wonderful, beautiful artists, nigga, the 90s was everything. Fuck. To this day. To this day. And it's no, 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 no offense to Ariana Grande and fucking Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? And fucking Meg Thee Stallion and all of them and these pop stars of today. But nigga, what are you talking about? No disrespect, but all of the fucking disrespect. Nigga. You know what I mean? That's like pulling up in a Pinto next to the fucking Rolls Royce truck. You can't compare. Remember Karen White, Soul to Soul? Well, remember Karen White. Chocolate. Beautiful. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Looking like a, a, a runaway statue from the museum. But then the sister from Soul to Soul. Keep on moving. 
Don't stop. Remember Dina Howard? Remember Dina Howard? I'm just trying to. I'm high powered. I put a Dina Howard to sleep, nigga. Oh, total kissing you. It was another one that they did where they was sit. She was sitting on a bitch. She was sitting on a bench. Oh, Karen Wheeler. Is it Honey Love? Puffy was in it. What? India Irie. What? Jody Wiley. Nigga, what? Flower Tree. Vesta. Where are these artists at? These are not. What the fuck? What happened with the record industry? The, the, the songwriters stopped writing for them. Where are these artists at? I need some milk boxes. God damn it. I, I'm, I'm not even realizing how much talent that we, we don't have. Where's these artists? Nobody said that we don't want to stop hearing them. Where the hell are these artists is? Haircut like Anita Baker. Kelly Price with your fine ass. Kelly Price was body and shit, bro. Arrested Development. Wait, Vesta Williams passed away. I didn't know that. Rising power to her. I didn't know that. Regina Bell. <laughs> yeah, nigga, remember that um, artist Sweetie from back in the days? <laughs> remember Sweetie, nigga? She came out before Aaliyah did? No, nigga. What are you talking about? Tedra Moses. I know Tedra Moses. Facts. I was in a studio with Tedra Moses. Tedra Moses has twins. Tedra Moses is a goddess. Okay? Let's just leave it at that. Tedra Moses is a goddess. And she's Scorpio, I believe. Denise Williams. Yes. Yes. Nobody could mess with Hammer. No, not really. Niggas wasn't out there dancing. Shaka Khan. Jasmine Sullivan. It has to. I mean, god damn it. You don't believe in conspiracies, neither do I. Monifa. They just took these women, they took these talented people. I feel like they used them and they just throw them away for Asian doll and Dream Doll and Cuban doll and uh and some other Barbie dolls. You know what I'm saying? These are some Miss Jones, Sugar Hill, Sugar Hill, Patty LaBelle. You know Patty LaBelle doing the bird, nigga. Oh, you went to school? Legend. Yeah, she, she was cool back then, right? She real laid back. You know, she real laid back. Yes, we used to listen to party all the time. Party all the time. Party all the time. Party all the bang, time. Bang, 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 bang. Party all the time. And this nigga was so talented. He had the com comedy album. 
He had fucking Delirious and Raw on vinyl. Then you could watch this nigga on Coming to America. Then you could listen to Party All the Time. Party. He was giving us all of our lives. He was, he was, he was giving us everything we needed. Mr. Eddie. And he was raising like 10 kids at the same time. He's a legend. Yeah, Prince made transition. Around this time, I remember the day. I remember the day like it was yesterday because we were at an event in Harlem. It was an event. It was a health. It was, a, ironically enough, it was hip hop is green. We was there. John Sally was there. Queen of Fool was there. Styles P. Jadakiss was there. Uh, Lauren Van. Uh, damn, I don't want to say her name. Van Vanderpool, the legend. Lauren Vanderpool. How you doing, sister? She was there. It was a whole bunch of people there. And when we were at the event, we got word that Prince made his transition. It was a sad day. Super sad day. You had the biggest crush on Vanity. I didn't know how to tell between Vanity and Apollonia. Nigga, I had the double crush. I, I, I didn't know which one to choose, nigga. I couldn't tell. They was both baddies. I didn't, we had no idea. Young niggas such as myself, we was like, we don't care who comes to the crib. Like, whatever what we 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 just want, we nigga. They had a certain look that everybody has now. But y'all have to understand back then, like shorty's running around. Let's just Christian the let's let's give the look its name. There's women running around to this to this day, to this day. To this day, to this day, with a with a with a vanity and Apollonia look. Okay, there's a there's mad women running around wearing fucking Chanel bags and whatnot. That's out here with the vanity slash Apollonia swag. Give give mother her motherfucking praise. Y'all need to start giving them their credit. These these they birthed you. They birthed y'all. Okay. Cause y'all wasn't even a y'all wasn't around before they came around. I didn't see y'all. You know what I mean? After we saw the last dragon, and when Prince took Shorty to the lake, and 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 you know, and and gave her that, you know what I'm saying? He gave her that high heel love. You know what I mean? He gave her that wood with heels on, nigga. Ladies, have you ever get hit? Has a nigga ever, you know what I mean? Delivered the goods with heels on? Hmm? Y'all say y'all like it rough, right? Has a nigga ever delivered the good with some heels on at Lake Wanatonka like like Prince did? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. You know what I mean? You only live once, right? You 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 could hope. Yeah. Minnetonka. Yeah, you would hope that a nigga would love you that much that he would keep his heels on when he's giving you that good loving. While playing. While he was playing, what what was the song that he was playing when he was giving her that good loving? Huh? What was he playing? Was it the Dubs Cry? You know what I'm talking about? He's, I think he's playing Dubs Cry. And, yeah, and didn't make pancakes for you. The leather, yeah. The leather heels with the chaps with the ass out. Where he just have to unbutton the side of the chaps. And then, you know what I mean? And introduce you to his other prince. You know what I'm saying? He just unbuttoned the sides with the heels on. Y'all not ready for that. 
You know what I'm talking about? I don't think y'all ready for that. Y'all would have to listen to 800 hours of all of the music that we was just talking about to even get on that level. You know what I mean? You see how they was programming us when we was young, impressionable niggas? You know what I mean? You see how they how they was programming us? Did niggas go out the next day and get heels? No, they didn't. They kept that shit tucked. They was like, okay, all right. Not only is he sleeping with our crush, but this nigga has his heels on. Okay. And he got the washing set from the Dominicans, but I'm not going to say nothing. You know what I'm talking about? Imagine what that did to our confidence. Niggas that was out there on the alpha shit. You know what I mean? Somebody redefine masculinity for me. You know? Prince was that guy. Yeah, but Morris Day was on his ass. Like, Denzel was that nigga, but Wesley Snipes was on his ass. Pause. You know what I'm talking about? You know that. You know what I mean? You know these niggas had evil, uh, they had adversaries. You know what I'm talking about? The Morris Day, nigga, Mor <laughs> Morris Day? Morris Day? There's only two people in this world. There's Morris Day fans, and then there's Prince fans. You know what I'm talking about? I wasn't trying to, I wasn't throwing Morris Day away. The time, nigga, he reminded me of Orange Juice Jones. They cut from that type of cloth. Old pimpery. You know what I mean? I wasn't, I wasn't, I was, I was betting on Morris Day, nigga. I, I, I was riding with Prince, but I was like, give Morris a shot. You know? Prince wrote more, most of his shit. I, I would, I would think so. You know what I mean? I would think so. He had a little more swag. You know what I mean? There was probably certain things that Prince couldn't get away with. He had to write it for Morris. You know what I'm talking about? Morris had this a little bit, you know, he had a different type of swag to him. You know what I mean? It was, it was, it was, it was more uh more classic. Prince, on the other hand, he was coming with some new shit. He was looking like the nigga from Superfly. I guess that was a little he was mixing it up. He was giving you old Goldie. You know what I mean? With the with the with the motherfucking with the with the washing set, you know what I mean? With the with the curls, he was giving you old Goldie. And then with the chaps with his ass out, he was giving you something else. Yeah, Moorish Day. <laughs> uh, Dave Chappelle nailed it. <laughs> right, right, right. 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 Yeah. Bro. Yeah, man. But um, Shock G, man. Shock G. Uh, he was he he Shock G. He was one of those, you know. Cause remember when he came out, they was like niggas was doing lyrics. You know what I mean? And it was still that little roughneck type of image in hip-hop. And he came with the funny shit. He came with that party vibe. You know? He came... He he allowed niggas to kind of let their hair down, right? And, 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 and enjoy life and whatnot. And then Snoop and all of them came afterwards. And they came more so with the riding music and the party music. And, you know, we appreciated that. You know? We appreciated that. Um, and then later on, Tupac pops out. And to be honest with you, his, I mean, like his light was shining so bright that, uh, 
he kind of eclipsed digital underground and he became a force uh, uh, onto himself remember but from what it appeared as it wasn't a bad break or anything and one like he was shitting on digital underground he just was tupac shakoi had a fucking destiny you know what i mean and he ran with that and i appreciate both of those talented artists for their contributions and whatnot and i don't know the cause of his ascension I don't know what it is. I just saw the post that he made a just that he made his ascension and whatnot. And I just was like, oh, that's the third in the trinity of the threes. Because DMX, he opened up and he he, you know, he represents as an archetype so many different, he's attached to so many people. If you had a flow chart and put DMX and all of the people that he influenced, and you know, it, it's a lot. You know what I mean? And then, you know, Black Rob, Black Rob, you know, he 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 was part of that um, music, you know, he was part of that Bad Boy era. Remember, Black Rob is Bad Boy's answer to DMX. They found him in a hotel room in Tampa. Are you serious? Yeah, so we got to look into that. So Black Rob was bad. Remember, Bad Boy didn't want to sign DMX because he was too rough at a time where, D where, where Puff Daddy was pushing shiny suits. Remember that whole controversy? Niggas in the shiny suits and whatnot. Right? And he took the locks, who were called the warlocks, and he made him drop the war and he made him keep the locks. Then he grabbed Murder Mace. He grabbed Murder Mace and he made Murder Mace a pretty nigga. I was murder. P. Diddy made me pretty. I came to get down. Can we get busy? Right? So when DMX, when Biggie got killed, and then when Puff, when, when Jay Z typed, kind of like neutralized uh mace because they were having a quiet war right they're having like a um a, a a subtle a subliminal war with each other right you everybody yelling platinum that platinum this but you ain't got no platinum hits and nah, 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 nah. that was at jay-z then jay-z came with imaginary player you can't you always be number two uh, ooh. shit it on him killed him right so dmx comes right dmx comes and he turns new york into the gritty shit he turns it back to the gritty because we was you know everybody was on a pretty shit niggas was slipping niggas was wearing two earrings you know what i'm talking about the versace shirt with the shit button down showing their uh taco meat you know it just wasn't us niggas was out of their element we was slipping niggas was running around with j-lo's and a bunch of uh, snow bunnies and whatnot. And then Black Rob came. I mean, first DMX came with the grittiness. And he reminded niggas, put your Tims on and don't tie them. You know what I'm talking about? Take your shirt off, nigga. You know what I mean? Like, you know, let your nuts hang. Like, like, yeah, we, this is New York, nigga. Arf, arf. Like, bark, bark a little bit, nigga. Get on the bikes, nigga. Crash. You know, all of that shit. 
And then it, it got, it got, it got, it got, because really, that was niggas in Harlem needed that, because you know, I think that's what you know Harlem was getting too pretty at some point. You know what I mean? That's where you see the Dipset. That's when you see Cameron and them taking their rightful place in the grimy, gritty shit because Cameron leaned more into the streets. He came out, him and Mace was kind of together. And then when Mace did some sucker shit, Cameron more, he he went and he got dropped from the label. Him and Jim Jones, I'm going to get you out of apartment 4D. You know what I mean? He was doing videos in front of PJs and everything. And them niggas was on a project shits. You know what I mean? They was on, they was, they was, they was, they was, he went back to the streets. And then Mace ran and became a pastor. And then Harlem went back into the gritty shit they got off that pretty shit and they went back into the gritty shit the effect of dmx reverberated all the way to harlem all the way from yonkers because if you're not from new york yonkers is like a suburbs of like the bronx and all of that shit is connected right yeah yeah they let me uh i was going down uh he did the video if you see the video he's in front of the mark 125th Right when DMX is doing a video, who's the shorty that he's talking to? Is that um Bernice, the girl Bernice? I don't. I gotta watch the video again. Is that it? Was that who, who's shorty that he's spitting to? Yeah, confessions of fire. Fire, that's my shit. You know what I mean? Uh, the locks. Yeah, so the locks had the Benjamins. They was killing the tunnel. Locks had the Benjamin. Yeah, they having the uh, they having his uh his funeral at the Barclays Center on Saturday. It's gonna be online. All of y'all gonna be able to see it online. They're gonna live stream it. I'm gonna try to get down there, but I heard something about that you gotta have a fucking vaccine. Uh either the passport or you gotta show that you negative COVID. You know what I mean? So I don't, you know, New York is wild. Uh Oh, I didn't know that Alexander O'Neill was the lead singer of the time and Morris Day was the fucking drummer? I didn't know that. Hmm. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, with them bars. So, when DMX was burning shit up, Puffy signed Black Rob and Black Rob was Puffy's answer to the era that DMX kind of ushered in with the grimy street shit. That's what Black Rob represented. Grimy street club music. That's what woe was. Grimy street. Uh, it's not a ghost town. It's just becoming lawless. But yeah, it is empty though. It is so. It is kind of ghostly in New York. But it's really like, you know, it could get scary at night if you're in the wrong places. And it, it, it wasn't like that before. It had got, it was really becoming like they were fighting a crime. 42nd Street was Disney World, nigga. You could eat off of the ground in some places. But all that shit is out the window. <laughs> but it, it, it only took a few months for that shit to, to descend. You know? uh, Yeah, it only took a while for that shit to descend. The house are going down was, yeah, 90s. It was in the 90s. It was like 98, 99 or something. You know what I mean? 
So Black Rob and DMX are of the same era. They're connected. They were on a song, 24 Hours to Live Together. I dare you. That was my shit. Come against me. Um, Who's coming to? Oh, yeah, they are coming to Connecticut. You damn right. They moving to Connecticut. And they're moving to the Carolinas and Florida. You know, all these New York niggas. And Atlanta. There's a housing crisis, I heard, down south because so many people, there's not enough, there's so much supply. There's a lot of demand and not enough supply. So the housing markets in the south and whatnot are being squeezed because there's an exit that's coming from the north. So, yeah, I'm trying to figure out in the next month and whatnot where exactly I'm going to be. I'm going to relocate my body, you know what I mean? Because I got a one-year-old, you feel me? So it's very important that my son, I can't have him around, you know, I don't even like, I don't, I don't expose him to a lot of shit. You know what I mean? So I don't want to have him. He never wore a mask in his life. You know what I mean? He don't even, he's fucking one. Like I'm not putting no mask on no baby. So it's just important to be in the right situation to raise a child. You know what I mean? And my other children as well. So I'm just weighing this shit out for right now, but um, you know, is what it is. You know what I mean? It is what it is. The rent is high, yeah, and the rent is high still. They done took about two or three hundred dollars off of the rent, but it's still like twenty five hundred, twenty four hundred. Twenty four hours came out twenty four years ago. Let's see how the numbers don't be playing, right? New York and yeah, well they they also moving to Austin, Texas too. Silicon Valley is pulling up. They following Elon Musk, and they going to Austin and shit. You know what I'm saying? But I don't really, I don't know if I want to go to Austin because you know I, when I think about Austin, I think about Alex Jones. You know what I mean? And I, you know, there's a lot of black people that's comfortable around those type of white folk, but I'm not. You know what I mean? Because I'm not gonna play myself and align myself with any group of people who I know would kill people that look like me and just be like, nah, you all right. We just going to kill those niggas. Like what? Like it, I was disheartened by so many people trying to justify that young girl getting shot four times. Shit hurt me, bro. But I'm not going to let my hurt affect me to whereas it'll it will make me lash out at my people and whatnot, but our people don't know. Like I, it's it's we, we have to draw the line somewhere because you know there's rules to war. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't know if the people understand what the fuck is going on and whatnot. And, and it's like if you could willingly just get out there and saying she deserved to get shot, not tasered. She deserved to get shot because she was trying to defend herself because girls would jump at her. Then why are you niggas watching World Star? Why do you ever? Why, why would you? You know what I mean? Like if, if if for anybody out there that said that she deserved to die, don't ever in your fucking life watch any fights of anybody ever online. Don't play yourself. Don't play yourself because at the end of the day, you niggas is the police, man. If you're going to say, oh, he does, he needed to shoot her to save the other girl's life. To be honest with you, the other girl 
came on this girl's property and was assaulting her. She was defending herself on her property. She could have stabbed if she fucking wanted to because it was her property. That's a that's a stand your ground state. If you come on my property, I'm smoking you. Facts. I'm going to drill you. You know what I'm talking about? In front of everybody. I don't give a fuck if the sergeant is there. Nigga, if you coming in my house, if you trying to come in, uh, nigga, we all going out. Nigga, it's just going to be one happy fucking, uh, you know, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be one happy uh tap out. All of these black women shitting on this baby, yo. The hypocrisy is 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 alarming to me. Y'all just want to get along. That's all. Y'all just want to get along with these people. Y'all just want to sit at the table. Y'all don't want no ruckus. You know what I'm talking about? Y'all want symbolic fucking gestures and symbolic victories and whatnot, but y'all don't want no real smoke. Y'all not for that. Y'all not for that. And I see it. And I'm like, you know what? I, 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 I'm, I'm going to learn. My, I, I'm, I'll never be the sacrifice for people who really, honestly, is not going to fight for me, bro. Like, that, that shit puts everything that I do in question. Like, what, do, what am I really doing this for? And who, please identify yourself. Like, who am I doing this for? Because when you're in a room like that, an echo chamber, it seems like there's so many people who are on the dissenting side who will willingly just get out there and say on Al Gore's internet, that black girl deserved to get shot because they released a fucking camera uh, angle to show the girl was trying to stab the other girl when the police pulled up. The girl was being jumped in front of her mamas. I've seen that happen 8,000 times on Worldstar. I don't even watch those videos like that. I scroll past them shits, but they're out there. Every day there's a new fight in the hood. She was a foster teen. The woman in the pink was 28 years old. Oh my goodness. All that trauma, all that trauma that people willingly spread by sharing the video. We talked about the snuff films. We talked about watch, you know, we talked about PTSD and, you know, this ongoing cycle of trauma that we are collectively embroiled in, right? The trauma. We are not supposed to see our people dying on film. I don't give a F. I don't give a damn. I don't care what nobody is saying. I don't want to see nobody dying for the record, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't, I just don't, there's nothing in my spirit or soul. When I see someone utter their last breath, when I see their quote unquote spirit leave their body, I don't get no joy whatsoever from anybody to see that from any, I don't, to be honest with you, I don't have enemies. Like, I, I I don't hate like that. I don't have that much hatred in my heart. If a nigga gonna die, let him die. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see, I'm not, I'm not, I don't want to see it online. You know? But our people have no problem 
we've been desensitized to whereas we'll share that's murder that's sacred the same way to birth you niggas share videos of birth all day life and death is sacred when you take your first breath i don't even put my son's picture on the internet he's one years old i don't i don't got nothing to hide he's he's he looks he's more handsomer than me you know what i'm talking about i don't put my my children out there like that i would i wouldn't put a video of him being born i wouldn't put the birth video on the internet i I be seeing people putting birth in videos oh this was a water birth look we pulled them out and the baby's like i'm on the gram bitch and they're like follow my son at little pookie Heru. shalom muhammad x on tiktok i'm like nigga he's too young for a fucking tiktok you know what i'm talking about like what are you talking about let him mature. You know what I mean? Let him mature. He's not ready for the web, my niggas. He can't even dance. Why is he on TikTok? So, in my humble opinion, I don't know it. I'm not the sharpest tool in the box. I don't know everything. I don't claim to know everything. But my intuition tells me you should not be seeing birth and death on the fucking internet. I, I don't see what we get from that. I saw Big Floyd die 10 times. I seen Big Floyd died about 10 times. And that was me trying to avoid seeing that shit. It's, it still caught me 10 times. I didn't watch the trial. I didn't watch the replaying of, I watched him in the store when he was geeking and whatnot, but I didn't watch him being killed multiple times. Going back to what I have said before, think about public lynchings. There's a book called Without Sanctuary. They were publicly lynching our people in front of thousands of people. They have newspaper articles about it. They have postcards about it. When the internet came out, And they started sharing the murders. No, let me rephrase that. When they started sharing the lynchings of, I saw Trayvon's picture when he was on the grass with his mouth open and his lifeless body. I almost threw up, right? I cried that night. I was in Miami. I cried like a baby, right? That was so emotional, it, it, it was just, it was it was messing up my emotions, that whole shit, when it came to the Zimmerman trial and everything. It fucked me up, right? Then, when you think about it, Michael Brown with his brains in the street. Philandro Castile, when you saw him take his last breath. This was viewed by millions of people. Imagine what the postcards would look for a lynching if it had 10 million people standing there looking at you hanging from a tree. Because that's what we're seeing on the internet. It's a public lynching, but it does more numbers than any one of those lynchings from back in the days could have ever done. 
in real time, my niggas. You're not looking at pictures like when you saw Emmett Till and whatnot. You're seeing video in million. I, I got the stats. I, I was able to get the actual impressions and whatnot. We're talking about mo hundreds of millions of people watch Floyd die. I'm talking maybe 900 million. Yeah, picnic means pick a nigga. Strange fruits, right? Yeah, remember Zimmerman and D DMX was supposed to box? I think it's the DMX still wants to box him and we should arrange that and make sure that Zimmerman is able to go and see him so they can box. You know what I'm talking about? So what is being triggered? Is bad health being triggered? Is heart disease being triggered? Is cancer being triggered? Is pre-existing conditions being triggered as a result of our people being stressed out from being under trauma for damn near a decade? Could that could that be possible? Could that be possible? I'm 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 just wondering. Could our people's health be deteriorating? Because if you look about black people all around America, and you want to, if you could, if you could look how they look before uh, Corona, and look at them now, it looks like everybody is affected in a negative way. It's just a few people who's out here glowing. Shout out to y'all. But a lot of the older people who are plugged into the matrix, you know what I'm talking about, that are plugged into mainstream media. The ones that are plugged into this fucking system, yeah, they're suffering. They're suffering. So my question is, is their suffering being expedited by the trauma that is being thrown at them that they probably have no idea that they're being hit with these darts? Disease starts in the mind. No, everybody did not gain weight. And where I'm at in New York, a lot of motherfuckers lost weight. You know what I'm talking about? A lot of the, the people is looking, they're not looking that healthy in the streets. That's I did speak on Makia Bryant. Rising power to her. So psychological war warfare is one thing, right? But we have to we have to really do the knowledge about is the psychological warfare, you know, how is that psychological warfare affecting our psychologies as a collective? I've I've said on many occasions that there is a quote unquote murder, a crime spree taking place in Black America, right? I posted a video on Instagram and I showed a glimpse of it on my last, on a live that I uploaded today while I was talking about NFTs, right? And I was sharing that in the year of 2020, because we're mourning the, 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 the transition of three quote unquote icons, legends. 
right? Rappers, right? But nobody that I know of really is giving the 200 rappers who lost their lives in 2020 their flowers. All right? 200 rappers died in 2020. Now, it might not be rappers that are signed to labels, right? These ain't all rappers that are signed to labels, but shit, these somebody's sons and daughters. You know what I'm talking about? So, if 200 rappers died, not even a worldwide pandemic could stop people from killing each other. Let's take a look back at all the rappers we lost in 2020. 200 rappers, right? Look, they give you the date. She died of an overdose, right? She's the first one, January 1st, 2020. I remember this story, right? I can't put the music on because I'm going to get flagged. Naj Murph, seizure, right? Gun violence, January 8th. You're going to see this shit all over. And all most of them is all drill rappers. Gun violence, January 8th. Three people died on the 8th. He died on the 8th. Right? He died on the 8th. FTG Metro. And then another Boss Rico died on the 8th. These are like world star rappers, <clears throat> right? These are like world star rappers. Somebody heard of them. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? These are local These are local rappers, right? Pop Smoke was very local until that nigga blew up, okay? Local rappers become national and regional, and then they blow up. Y'all remember Fifth War Webby? So this is the reoccurring theme. Heart failure car crashes, and gunfire. See, y'all are seeing the remnants of gang war, right? This is what I've been talking about when I was telling you niggas about the drill. <laughs> Right? When I was telling you about the drill, the drill is real. The drill is kill music. And people are really dying. I've never heard 200 rappers die in one year. Right? Sound like Pac, nigga. You feel me? I'm gonna put I'm gonna paint the music down, but I'm gonna let y'all see, you know, what's going on, right? I don't know the majority of these people, but this is talent loss. You know what I'm talking about? These are all talent, you know, and the the, the bad part about it. Is that to die nameless, right? Yeah, definitely order out of chaos. You know, 
But I'm just taking y'all, walking you through the Kali Yuga. You know what I'm talking about? I'm walking you through the Kali Yuga. You know, I'm 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 just showing you proof that the portal is open. But I'm saying that if 200 rappers die, right? Imagine how much of the young men in the streets and the women who are not rapping are dying. Because we got to deal with ratios right here. If the rapper, if 200 of them are, die, are dead, imagine how many of the youth, there's a war going on outside, my niggas. There's a war going on. They go pop, right? February 19th, right? There's a war going on outside. And nobody want to talk about this. Nobody want to address this. Nobody want to say, yo, there's a problem going on. What the fuck is going on? Somebody said organ harvesting. Is it? Is it really what's... No, I... Some of them is getting shot so much that you can't harvest their organs. They getting hit with choppers. You can't harvest the organs of a nigga to get hit with a fucking chopper? There is no organs to harvest. Young warriors with no guidance. No, young warriors in a deaf culture. Hip-hop is dead. These niggas represent the underworld. Hip-hop is dead. This is the this is the remnants of after the death of hip-hop. This is the underworld. This is the zombie phase of hip-hop. This is the this is the this is the underworld. This is the death of phase of hip-hop. Nas said hip-hop is dead. That was a spell, nigga. Is is dead. And now it's deaf culture. Now it's deaf culture to whereas the OGs are dying of health-related reasons. And the young kids are dying. Look, heart attack. They dying off of the walker. The walk, you know, they 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 sipping the lean and whatnot. They popping the perks. The perks got fentanyl in it. The fetty and whatnot. Niggas is ODing and whatnot off of pills, bro. Look, drug overdose. China Rogers, drug overdose. Little baby. She a little baby. Huh? And I'm not showing you all of this to get your feelings down and whatnot, but, you know, I, I just went through a whole hour of naming a whole bunch of artists from my early days and whatnot that I came up and they 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 affected me in a positive way. Fred the Godson, COVID, right? They affected me in a positive way. They affected me in a in a, in a mature type of way. They helped me in my childhood coming up. What the fuck is the babies of, of when they grow up 20 years from now? They're going to be like, yo, remember Nico Bands? Remember top, top, uh, the, top, the top rank? Remember Pop Smoke? Remember all of them rappers that died, nigga? Remember Greasy E? You know what I'm saying? Somebody says, stop listening. You damn right. You need to stop listening to this shit. You know what I'm talking about? You need to, you need to stop listening to all of this stuff. To be honest with you, we got tap back. We got we got to tap back into some fucking jazz, some Kenny G or something. <laughs> I'm just playing, but yeah. 
Somebody said ego bass. Heavy ego bass. It's called drill music. Nick Blicky, they shot him on Mother's Day with a shotgun. Right? The brother in Chicago who they killed his seven-year-old daughter, he got a video where he was pissing on the grave of his op. He was pissing on the grave of his fucking op, bro. His is a video online where he's at a gravesite in a full funeral in a, in a in a cemetery, peeing on the grave of his enemy. The enemy is in the grave. He's gone, peeing on the grave. So then Chicago put out a, a list of people who they're looking for for scamming and whatnot, right? They scamming the PPP loans. So the Chicago PD put out a list where everybody that's wanted and it had their addresses on it. This dude, his address and his name was on a list. So his oppositions, his enemies saw that and they ran, they, 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 they laid, they laid waiting for him, right? They figured that he'll come outside soon. So they was laying in the cut. He went to McDonald's drive through with his daughter. This is allegedly, I don't, you know, I'm not Perry Mason. I'm not here to break the case. But he went to the drive through with his daughter and they ran up on his car and they hit it up. They wet his car up with, uh, with, with submachine weapons. And his daughter got hit seven years old, six times. Right? And he's he he survived. He survived. He's out there telling the police to arrest the killers, right? And I'm only saying that to say that it's a vicious cycle that's going on, not just in Chicago. As you can see, all of these rappers are not from Chicago only. This drill shit and this 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 uh this quote unquote death culture shit has spread all throughout the South. Everywhere where we are living at. Look, all of this is June, right? This is June 2020. Niggas was supposed to be protesting and marching for Big Floyd. Right? They supposed to have been on some Black Lives Matter shit. But they start killing each other. Even more after George Floyd. You feel me? Even more and whatnot. So, yeah, we in the Caliuga. We in the Cali Yuga. You know? We definitely need to shift the energy back to that day and time that I was just talking about where the music was of a different frequency. I would just say that it was a... Yeah, they tried to get the brother from Pretty Ricky yesterday and, and hit him up. Next, he said he got to learn how to walk and talk again. You know? I'm not going to keep showing you all of that trauma, all of that death, right? All of that black death and whatnot. Cause I don't, you know, I'm just bringing awareness to uh, the plight. I'm bringing awareness to the plight, but I don't want to hark on that. You know, I just want y'all to be aware of what might be going on because everybody is not outside. Everybody is not aware of um, the plight or the wars that are going on in the hood. I got a t-shirt that said, black men is not my ops. Where's that at? And I mean that, you know, 
I mean that. I can't help that certain people don't like me in this world. You know what I mean? I, I can't help that I might have a hater or two or stalkers. But nobody, I don't have, you know, I don't feed into that. I don't feed into that. God bless their souls and whatnot. You know what I'm talking about? You know, Lord, give me a sign. You know what I mean? May they be, may, may, may they be forgiven in hellfire. So, got to tell the gangs that. I ain't telling the gangs a goddamn thing. You don't talk about. I ain't telling the gangs a goddamn thing. You know? The war is within. You, you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. Um, the war is definitely within. I feel that a lot of the young, the youngsters, you know, they start tapping into a certain frequency when they was like 11 and 12, when Chief Keefe and them came out. You know, a lot of them grew up on drill music. And they wanted to emulate that lifestyle. And, you know, there's enough media around them to feed that, 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 uh, that fire, you know, and we're not even going to get into the, to, you know, we're not even going to get into how some of these young, the younger generation, you know, what their parents might've put them through the environment that they grew up in, the trauma that they were subjected to by you know the the uh you know just their environment they're, they're being groomed to be killers they're being groomed to be killers you know but these are the and and i'm not saying they're all like that but there's a large majority of them that they'd be the first ones to say yeah that girl deserved to die when she got shot she shouldn't have had that knife in her hand Hands up, don't shoot. These are niggas that act timid when the police is pulling up. These are niggas that act timid and come up with excuses and try to be Perry Mason and be siding with the police. It'd be the same niggas. Hands up, don't shoot. Why they, uh, 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 mm, am I next? You know, or I can't, mm, all of that. It just is it's henceforth why, you know, I'm ready to move somewhere where I don't have to deal with a lot of that because I don't want to be around none of that shit. That, that ain't it. You know what I mean? That's not it, bro. It's not what life is about. You know what I'm saying? It has to be more to life than that shit right there. We out here talking about making all of this money in the crypto market, being, I mean, creating blockchains and all kind of shit. And on a on a on a flip side of that, we still got to deal with this toxic shit. You know what I mean? We still got to deal with all of this nigga shit. So we got to figure it out as a people, bro. Real talk. We got to figure it out as a people, bro. So yeah, but um, you know, other than that. <laughs> Other than that, everything is great. You know what I mean? Other than that, everything is cool. Other than that, life is beautiful. 
Um, I'm not the type of person who uh, I'm going to address certain things and I'm going to bring up certain things when they need to be brought up. So I don't want to bring nobody's energy down. You know what I mean? If your shit is down, rewind the fucking video and watch the uh, the 90s music or go in. If you if you if you're of the younger generation, we gave you a whole lot of titles and artists go and dive in do your due diligence and go to your streaming platforms and play that music go to youtube music and just experience that sound that we those artists and whatnot those classic artists and those classic songs you know what i mean go listen to some shock g you know what i mean go listen to digital underground what was that sex packets was that the name of the album you know what i mean go listen to some uh some black rob uh, what was the name of his uh, his first album? The story, something story. Nigga, go listen to some DMX. You know, you will have a better understanding of the wars that these young kids are going through because it's like I was explaining to you when it comes to DMX. DMX is a personification of the hate that you gave little infants fucks everyone and Tupac uh, Christian that is thug life right Tupac brought it out and people like DMX personified it the hate the life story right the the uh, Black Rob's album life story the hate you gave little infants fucks everyone so we're in a quagmire now because there's a whole new generation of little infants that's out here fucking everyone you know what I mean they're, they're, they're rambunctious, they're loud, they're abrasive, they're violent, they're horny, they're addicts, they're addicted, they have addictive personalities based off of conditions that they've been put in. And I, I can't point no fingers because the hate that you gave little infants fucks everyone. They got hate as little infants. Somebody gave them hate. So they were born with hate in their veins. You know what I mean? As crack babies and whatnot. They were born with hate that the mama or the father, the father wasn't there. He might have got killed in them streets and whatnot. And they had to grow up with that type of resentment. They had to grow up with that type of pain. They had to grow up with that type of, uh, you know, with, with, with missing a loved one and stuff like that. And that could have turned into hate. Hypermasculinity, being born into shit like that. That, that that developed a type of hate. You know what I mean? The hate you gave little infants fucks everyone. When DMX went to jail at seven years old, he went to juvenile at seven years old. I, my daughter is seven. I could not imagine, right? I could not imagine a seven-year-old going through the system. But I remember when I was young, that shit was happening. So he was in there from 7 to 14. Whatever happened to him in that group home or in Spotford, right? That's where, that was the, that's where they sent the young kids that was in jail, right? The youth facility, Spotford. Whatever happened to him was the hate. 
That was the hate. And DMX wasn't a hateful person if you really listen to him. You know what I'm talking about? He wasn't a hateful person, but he was being hated on. His mama kind of abandoned him. He was cold-hearted. He did a lot of things that he had regretted, so he had demons and he had shadows and whatnot. He was afraid and he was tormented by his shadow self. These young kids running around killing shit on perks and zannies and whatnot, on lean, you know, high as a kite out here just taking life and whatnot. Like, you know, the question still remains, you know, do they even feel, are they, do they even have a soul to feel the shit that they're doing? Are they, do they feel responsible? You know? Do they feel responsible? You know, do they feel like they regret what it is that they out here doing? I think some people is too young to even know what that shit was. Because when I was, to be honest with you, when we was young, it took us a long time to understand what the fuck regret was. Nigga, regret what? Regret who? We out here living, nigga. What are you talking about? We riding. It wasn't no regret. It wasn't no regret. We was trying to be the man. And we was detached. And we had soundtracks to help us in our detachment. One of the soundtracks was DMX. And another one was Black Rob. And then the, the mixtapes, the locks helped us with our detachment. You know. Street music, nigga. Let's not, let's not act stupid. You know what I mean? That was street music for the criminals. Yeah, they had club songs and everything, but there were still elements to their catalog that people out here taking penitentiary chances who was knee-deep in the trenches was able to relate to, nigga. Who do you think he was talking to when he said it's dark and hell is hot? Niggas in Catholic school? Even though he was praying? You know what I'm talking about? He was talking to us. He was talking to the streets. He was talking to the trenches. He was talking to people who could relate to his pain because we heard it in the fucking growl, my nigga. When we saw Belly, we was activated. You know what I'm talking about? Slipping video. He was he was revealing himself. So even though he was in the streets, his honesty, DMX I'm speaking of, his transparency and his struggle was something that we gravitated to because then we began to realize, yeah, we are struggling with you know our conscious our con our, our, our consciousness i wonder if the younger generation have artists that can appeal to them like that i wonder if an nba young boy or if little baby and whatnot or little dirk for that matter is appealing to their sensitivity to where they're like yo i, I that that's a transparent artist I could grow with that person, even though because I could relate to where they at because I know that this nigga's outside like I'm outside. I know that he's out here catching uh, juxas and whatnot like I'm catching juxas or the crew is, you know, I could relate to, I know he been where I've been. He might been deeper in the trenches than I've been. So that type of message that they put, that their music, 
their image, everything that they portray, their archetype becomes magnetic. You, you become attracted to it because you see yourself in the artist. And I'm saying that because people live vicariously through rap artists. People live vicariously through the rap artists. Even though they have a mind for themselves, the culture is so strong. Remember, hip-hop is called pop culture. It has permeated all, all walks of society, right? Hip-hop and all and, and pop hip pop music is, is now pop music, it's pop culture. And the hip-hop, this pop culture is drill music, gang banger music, killer shoot 'em up, and fucking dope fiend. Niggas going ski, ski with young thug, nigga. That's popular music now. That is, they playing music like that in Macy's, nigga. That's the new elevated music. They playing music like that at the dentist's office. Fucking Magda Stallion and Cardi B. They're playing it at the dentist's office, nigga. Let's not even get into the reality shows. Yeah, DMX represents the Doogies. There was the children of the Kalima. Yeah, the Thuggies. The Thuggies. Many people look for themselves inside of the rappers. That's why the rapper's so appealing. Niggas wanted to be Tupac. You know? People wanted to be Tupac. People wanted to be Jay-Z. People wanted to be you know, uh, 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 a whole bunch of people. It's shorties out there wanted to be Little Kim. Take it in the buns. Uh, uh, uh. They wanted to be Foxy Brown with a pound on the Greyhound. Some niggas wanted to be Nasir Jones. But nobody ever wanted to be Sharif from motherfucking... Uh, nobody never wanted to be Sharif from Minnesota Society. Right, Tupac was supposed to play Sharif. He got so mad at the role, he beat the goddamn directors, the Hugh, the Hugh brothers. They was twins. He beat both of them up because nobody wanted to be Sharif. Remember, Sharif was the conscious nigga. Sharif was the deep one. Sharif was the quote unquote book smart nigga, and they killed his ass in Minister Society. And there was another, there was another level of there was a Sharif and Boys in the Hood, and he got killed too. You know, everybody wanted to be the gangster and the thug. They didn't want to be the conscious artist. They didn't want to be most deaf like that. Niggas didn't want to be Talib, Qualib. You know what I mean? They didn't want to be that. Not not a lot of people in my generation. They wasn't trying to be deaf poet, comment, uh, uh, deaf jam poets, nigga. They wanted to be at Showtime at the Apollo. No, Pac was supposed to be Sharif. You know, Pac was supposed to be Sharif and he wanted to be old dog. That's where that's where the whole conflict came in. He wanted to be old dog. He didn't want to be Sharif. Yeah, Sharif was friend zone all day. He wasn't getting no box. He was friend zone. <laughs> you know? Yeah, you was clown. You had to dumb it down around the knuckle draggers back in the days. Let's be clear. 
You didn't. You couldn't be being being like this. Like I'm openly fucking conscious. You know what I mean? I came out the closet as conscious. Like you, this this was the in the closet, nigga. You had to like, you know, around around my thuggy friends. You know, uh, I can't show my true self. You know what I mean? This was the in the closet, acting like you knew something, acting like, oh, you trying to kick knowledge, nigga? Oh, you trying to kick knowledge? Like Jay Z asked Nas, oh, you trying to kick knowledge, nigga? Nobody wanted to be Ricky, right? Everybody wanted to be Doughboy. You know what I mean? Pac was supposed to be Jody. Oh, I couldn't see that. <laughs> oh, man, that would have been crazy. Books were ridiculed. Yeah, all of that. This wasn't easy. This wasn't accepted. This wasn't cool. This shit right here. This was not cool. This wasn't rewarded in your people wasn't trying to you wasn't being you didn't have followers. This is some new shit. This is some new shit right here. This is a new uh paradigm that we're in. This is a new paradigm. This is not the uh this is not what our culture was promoting, bro. See, it wouldn't, to be honest with you, the the the, the master teachers like Khalid Muhammad was popping, Farrakhan was popping. They had a lane, right? They had a lane. Oh, you Muslim now. No more dope game. The OGs had a lane, right? Khalid had a lane. He was militant. You know what I mean? Everybody was still wearing the X shirts and whatnot. But after a while, they was wearing jerry curls, corn rolls. Niggas switched it up. So they respected the OG knowledge. They respected the front line. They respected some of the organizations, but they wasn't jocking that. The, the Million Man March, yeah, they pulled up, but they wasn't, niggas wasn't jacking that. They they after the Million Man March, that's when gangster rap and a whole bunch of other shit started really taking off and you know, streets and all of that. So, yeah, the, the the master teachers were truly underground. Nobody knew about them like that. It wasn't like Bobby and Phil and, and niggas was on Dick Gregory and all that. No, like I said, Dr. Sabi, he's been out, you know what I mean, from the 80s. He's not, he just didn't come around. He just didn't come around. He's been out there. People were not gravitating towards that frequency that they were the true and they were the out they were the outcasts in our society even tupac he wasn't even you know what i mean it wasn't like you know he was he was cooler him and ice cube was around Khaled a little bit but they wasn't even really trying to shine light on it wasn't like niggas was talking about dr ben in their rhymes dr clark you you, you know what i mean like and and, and bobby and Phil and Delbert and all, they were really underground. They were not on the surface. They began to pop off uh, during the lecture era. Uh, this was like after 
well, a little bit for uh, they they came out. They had their first rise before Y2K. Then why, when Y2K didn't pop off, the the Letcher community began to die down, and then 9/11 happened, and then they popped back up. Doctor York was popping. Yeah, Doctor York was popping. Malachi Z York was popping. Nas was talking about him. Sean Price. Yeah, but. They was just mentioning it. It wasn't like they was running around yorked out. They was he wasn't in the video leaning and whatnot. They they didn't go to the the one like they was going down to, to the to the property to do videos. They would drop some balls here and there. You know what I'm talking about? But not to where it is now. This shit has influenced a whole generation. It wasn't like that back then. We've come a long way. You know what I'm talking about? We've come a very long way. We don't get the credit that we deserve. And I'm not, I'm saying when I say we, I don't mean me per se. I mean the whole movement and, 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 and uh, you know, the master teachers whose soldiers I stand on and whatnot. I don't think they get the, they don't get the credit that they deserve. Hell to the null. But yeah, I'm going to get out of here before I do a whole nother hour on some reminiscent shit because I'm just in that mood right now. I'm going to go listen to some of that music get my mind right, go listen to some Shock G. I'm going to listen to all three of those brothers who are in the ancestor realm and prepare myself to go and um, pay homage to DMX on Saturday at the Barclays Center. Or if I'm outside the shit, I don't, it don't matter. It's going to be a party in New York. It's going to be about 80 degrees. So it's going to be a movie regardless. You know what I mean? And uh, y'all, you think we pushed it forward, Jeff? Yeah, uh, you think so? I mean, we we I hope I hope so. I hope we didn't push it backwards. You know what I'm talking about? I hope we didn't push it backwards. When we do the crowdfunding for it, I just hope y'all throw some bread at it when we do the documentary, because of course it's gonna have to come out of our pockets. You know what I mean? I I wouldn't even allow nobody, you know, to I would I would have to do it, we would have to do it out of our pocket. And I don't want none of these niggas' hands in the pot. You know what I mean? I, I, don't, I, I don't want too much outside influence. And I really don't need none of the help from other people that are out here doing documentaries. We would carry this one on our own. You know what I mean? So we would want the community to get behind us. Because when other people put their hands in there, they'll try to change the story. They'll try to change the story. They'll try to tweak the story to make themselves look more uh, effective than they probably were. You got to understand how that shit goes. You know what I mean? Like when you have executive producers, when you're in Hollywood and they're, they're footing the money, that's when they start rewriting shit. And that's when they put their white friends in there and all kind of other stuff. KT with the Mortal Kombat breakdown. Yeah, I finna go see that with my son tomorrow. I need to see that on a big screen. You dig? But yeah, I'm out though. I'm playing music. Uh, shout out to Cam Bada. Spoke to the God today. We got some big things coming up. Salute to him. Salute to Rich. Salute to Blue. Salute to AA. Salute to everybody out there doing their damn thing. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> don't partner with Nick Cannon. Nigga, what? I wouldn't, I don't even think I would do a, a, a fucking CMOS commercial with Nick Cannon at this point. He's completely lost credibility like a mug, bro. Like, 
I'm not even going to get on Nick Cannon's uh, turban right now. You know what I mean? I'm not even going to get on his turban because. Whew. I got some smoke for that young man. Am I going to live stream down there? More than likely. More than likely for the family. Yeah, I got, I got, I got smoke for that, for that nigga. Oh yeah, we got to play purple like Prince. You a legend. You a legend. Yeah, we got to play purple like Prince. Where it is purple like Prince? Oh, it's on the YouTube. Cause today is Prince's. Uh, look, I did purple like Prince the day he made transition. That's a fact. You can ask Cambada. You know I'm not capping. I made that song. I made the hook, really. I didn't do the whole song, but we made the hook the night that he made Transition. I went to the studio. I did that five in the morning, my nigga. Like five in the morning. I broke day, and we we pushed that hook out. That came from the ancestors. Real talk. I did that off the top of my head, too. You know what I mean? That was all free. That was a freebie. You know what I'm talking about? But yeah, we're going to end it on Prince. He's in control. He has, he's the master of his masters. I can do business with you, right? Master's talking to a master, not a master talking to a slave, a sovereign. I'm going to license you, my materials. You don't own my materials anymore. But I'm going to take the big chunk over here to the homie. That's why I have no issue with people calling him a master. Shout out to Shula the Dawn. Of his Red and blue, purple like Prince. Prince. 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 This is the age of the Ultron. This is the stage of the Pope Bomb. This is the stage you can smoke on. Copper pound. Came on the scene that was copper down. All I was missing was copper crown. Some of Sistina turned copper brown. Look for revenge in the copper town. Wheel of the clubs. Selector. This is the age of the Ultron. This is the same stage as the Pope Bomb. This is the stage you can smoke on. 
copper pound. Came on the scene, I was copper down. All I was missing was copper crown. Summer 16, I turned copper brown. Look for revenge in the copper town. Capping the jersey and copper crown. 21 guns to lose jumper sound. My power pieces, the crystals be talking, the cloth that be talking. King County clothing, yeah, king of New York, and I'm Christopher walking, the missiles and walking. Pistols be talking, 21 hammers with country, the grammar, the broken, the English black. I'm on 100%. Red and blue, purple like Prince. Prince. Red and blue, purple, the Benz. Change up the circle of friends. The nether rule circle, the twins. Circles. 75 ever since. Since. 70 wives in the fence. Red and blue, purple like Prince. Prince. 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 Red and blue, purple like Prince. Charges of federal orders, incredible markers, indelible sparkers, immeasurable. Sparking the medical parkers on pedestal sharks for that revenue. Hawks for what's settable. Heart full of vegetables, order the festivals. Heart, no cholesterol. Sharp on those episodes. I'm on a hundred percent. I like when summer begins. I need my hundreds and tens. I need a hundred percent. Go independent like Prince. I'm on a hundred percent. You look like Nick Cannon. I like when summer begins. I need my hundreds and tens. I need a hundred percent. I like when summer begins. Oh my God. See that guy.